Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Good afternoon, St. Louis. DGS on KMOX. Happy Friday. We're going to talk to Dave Murray here momentarily. And uh, we'll have him back on in his regular time slot 3.30. First things first, happy birthday to Nick Glover, 29 years old Ooh, today. Nick wow. Glover. 29 birthday, years old. God, that's nuts. That's so nuts. Um yeah, Phoebe Glover takes up a lot of oxygen because she's young, she's a girl, she looks just like me, and she's mean. Uh, <laughs> Nick is my original uh-huh. ride-or-die guy, best friend, just can't say enough good things about Nick. I make good human beings. Yeah, I may not be right. one, but I make them. Uh, <laughs> so that's, I'm like a I'm like a carrier. Of really are. Don't talk yourself down. Uh, it, just, it made me think of the uh, the uh, Trump Clinton debate. When at the very end, remember they said, say something nice about each other? Yeah. And she goes, he raised good kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Uh, Dave, how old's your son now? 41. Oh, shut up. That's crazy, <laughs> dude. It is crazy. That is I know crazy. Man, oh, man. Man, oh, man, oh, man. Especially since most most folks in St. Louis still remember him as this little kid. Little kid. Who's, you know, five, six, seven yeah. when we were doing one tank trips. But he's 41 now. <laughs> That's awesome. And doing fine. Well, thanks for starting the show with this. I know a lot of people out sure. there are worried. My mom's worried that the power's going to go out. So walk us through uh, tonight and the weekend, and then we'll, we'll catch the longer-term forecast in a couple hours. All right. First of all, happy birthday, Nick. The big features with this dropping temperatures were dropping already, were already really severely dropping temperatures, strong gusty winds, they're already picking up and a fast round of wind driven snow. That is going to happen probably about the evening rush. There could actually be a little lull here where we don't see much of anything at all. And the snow is only going to last maybe an hour, hour and a half. And I still kind of like the number of one maybe two inches, but it's going to be blowing all over the place. And there could be times you're driving home in the rush hour and it's coming down like crazy. And you're thinking, oh, we're going to get a lot more than that. But we're not. It's going to blow in and it's going to blow out. Visibility is reduced very quickly in spots. We're at 38 right now in St. Louis. St. Charles about the same. We're going down. Columbia's 21. Joplin's 16. Kansas City's 10. Kirksville's 28. And Springfield, Missouri is 18. What's coming in is the coldest air since December of 2022. Are you ready? We're ready. So uh, where does it go tomorrow, Dave? Tomorrow, it's just, it's kind of a quiet day, partly Mm -hmm. to mostly cloudy skies. It's windy all day long. Wind gusts 
will be quite strong throughout the day. And we'll be lucky to hit 22 for the high. <laughs> I'm laughing. And then we, uh, it's just funny. And then we get a little more snow on Sunday. Yeah, uh, it's it's cold, bitter cold all weekend long. In fact, it's bitter cold through Wednesday of next week. A shot of, a, of some snow flurries Saturday night, a shot of a real dry snow late Sunday afternoon, Sunday evening. Hard to tell numbers right now, but it will be a fine dry snow. We could easily see an inch out of mm-hmm. that, maybe a little bit more. But that will also get blown all over the place. Cool, man. Thank you, Dave. We'll talk to you at 3.30. You got it. So uh, I am... So tired. <laughs> I'm so tired. And I'm going to love it with you. I'm hungover. And Whoa. That, yeah. Well, <laughs> it gets so worse. Excited. We went out all together yeah. last night, Ron. I, I know. No, it gets worse. Uh, so, yeah, we, uh, all of us, including uh, uh, Megan, mm-hmm. went to see Tim Convy at uh, Funny Bone. And just, you know, Julie Lally joined us and we just had a blast. Absolute, absolute best, a blast. Uh, I know it's going to be really cold this weekend, but if you guys want something really fun to do, go to the Funny Bone. Tim has a great opener and some surprises in his show. And I thought he was great. Yeah, it was good. So really good. A lot of fun. Uh, but I had two drinks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not lying. I, I had a 10 grain tonic and then I was ordering buckets of beer and I had a Bud Light and I, I wasn't like, woo, you know, like out of control, but I was definitely having a good time and uh, didn't go to bed till like midnight. And I know, I know it's crazy. <laughs> and this morning, I was, this morning, I feel like in the olden days when I would have 14 drinks and not go to bed at all. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> How things have changed. When we were when we got there and and the waitress started taking orders, uh, you're you're sort of a glass of wine guy. You enjoy your glass of wine here and there, and so when you you were like, I'll do a Tanqueray and tonic. It was like a, a liquor commercial. You were like, I'll do a Tanqueray and tonic, and I was like, oh, so fancy. It's yeah, not gonna I be a fun really night. laughed if I would have shown up and Dave was drinking a glass of wine. Yeah, at a comedy club. Not not to big time anybody, but <laughs> I'm more of a Capital Grill kind of wine guy than a than a Funny Bone. <laughs> Yeah, I also we make it right here in the club. <laughs> I'll I take the house rosé. Had two drinks last night, and then I got home, and I was like, "Did I say anything stupid?" And then I was like, what? "Wait, I was just hanging out with those guys. I don't care if I said anything oh stupid." Oh my gosh, that's really also, funny. We were in Did a, you guys get roofied? We were in a dark I mean, room watching comedy. None of us said anything. I know, but that's just like my instinct. If I have a drink, I'm like, oh, "How did I embarrass myself?" And then I was like, ah, "Actually, I don't care because they don't care." Yeah, oh only one person embarrassed themselves. <laughs> yeah, uh, that that could have gone bad. Uh, yeah, I got very scared of multiple more times. <laughs> what? Can I tell hey, just say, yeah, it please. wasn't okay. me. I was, uh, yeah, go ahead. So uh, Tim is Tim has a bit in his show where he makes fun of himself for being a keyboard player because he was a keyboard player in Ludo. And he does this thing where he's like, can anyone name a favorite keyboard player? And uh, Megan, uh, Andrew's wife, raises her hand. <laughs> and, I'm like, and I'm like, here we go. Oh, <laughs> I'm sitting real close and I'm like, yes. She, she's, got a, she's got a problem. And her problem is that her body works faster than her brain sometimes. So she'll shoot her hand up like oh, it's no. a conversation. And then he'll look at her and go, oh, did you want to say something? And then she'll go, why am I doing <laughs> and then I'm like, well, you got to follow through now because now he's looking at you. Now everyone in the club is yeah. staring at you. Yeah. 
Did she have one? Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Okay. It was uh, fun though. Tim handled it. It was great. It yes. Really well. Yeah. Especially when she revealed that it was a a K-pop idol. Yeah. That plays the keyboard, and he said, "Oh, <laughs> well, <laughs> that illustrates my point." And she was like, "Yep, guess it does." <laughs> That's great. A couple more times, also, I could tell she wanted to say something, and I'm like, <clears throat> not say. He's like elbowing. So, so Rachel's boyfriend Kurt was there with this awesome guy. Um, he was sort of marveling at how we were laughing at wheels. Yeah, because Wheels was laughing so hard, and we're like, Wheels is having a great time. He's like, you're supposed to laugh at a comedy club. I know. Club. We're like, but it's just funny because it's Wheeler. Yeah. Like, you just have to know Wheeler we, more. I'm, I was you were losing your so mind. I, didn't, I, didn't even, I do it. That's, I, that's why I didn't you go to comedy shows. I didn't even know that until, you know, this morning. We all got back together again. But I was really laughing. You, yeah. You guys know it's hard. It's hard yeah. to get me to laugh out loud. Mm-hmm. And I was really laughing out loud. It was probably the the two drinks talking. The first time you did it, I turned my head and went, what? And, uh, <laughs> but Wheeler will just not be outdone. Wheeler laughed <laughs> at every joke. That's and funny. he laughed at every joke like it's the funniest joke George, Car- George Carlin ever told. Yeah. Like he was just, had we been in an orgy, like <laughs> we would have had to ask him to leave. Like he, he would just be having too much fun. Wheeler <laughs> was, he was laughing at setups. Yeah, like yeah. you're creeping everyone out. Yeah. Like, so I went to the library yesterday. The anticipation is killing me. <laughs> what happened in the library? What I should be, I should be a professional plant at comedy. Oh my yeah. god, yes. That would be a like great sit place. in the but back and be laughing. My guess is probably distracting. Probably I don't laughing know. too. Because you got one speed. Oh uh, loud. You don't you don't even have like a huh, that was funny. <laughs> no, yeah. no. Right. Because it, it means more when someone's right. like, oh, I get you. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Really... Some, something does tell me, though, comedians probably aren't annoyed by hearing laughter in the audience. <laughs> yeah. Probably yeah. what they're aim- They're probably pretty happy to hear it. <laughs> that was fun. Yeah. It was really fun. Yeah. And Tim's there all weekend if you'd like to go see yes. him at the Funny Bone in Westport Plaza. And we bought Tim Convy t shirts. Yeah, those are That's cool. Awesome. They're like Ted Drew's style, they're, they're neat. Yeah, I, I really want to see Shane Gillis is here tomorrow. Oh, cool! I would love to see him, but I think they sold out. Yeah. Where is he? Uh, where I think he's at Helium. Factory? Factory? Oh, is he at the factory? I, it he's might pretty be big, so he might be at the factory. John yeah. Mulaney's here tonight and tomorrow. Who? Oh yeah, John Mulaney's in town. And I was supposed to go with my dad and his friend uh, take my mom's ticket because she had to have surgery, and then she bailed on her surgery. So now I don't get to go. <laughs> what a monster <laughs> she is! Wow, I know. I'm kind of upset about it. <laughs> She bailed on her surgery for the show? No, it was for something else. Okay. But then the but then I, I texted my dad last night, and I was like, so I guess I'm not going to Mulaney t- uh, tomorrow night. And he was like, oh, yeah, uh, I was kind of hoping he'd just forget about that. <laughs> 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 Which, again, in his defense, I did, but my brother texted me and asked me if I was going, and I'm like, hey, yeah. When did Nate Bargatze reschedule for? Isn't it like June? It's like, yeah, yeah like okay. later, way later. Because he's got like three or four shows here now. Yep. Mm. Awesome. Also, so um, toward the end of it was getting toward the end of the of Tim's set, but I really had to pee. Like I really, really, really had to go, and we were all the way. I was in the the absolute worst table to get up and walk out because everyone's going to see you, and I didn't want to be disrespectful. I didn't want Tim to even notice me, but I it was going to get ugly. So I go in there. And I don't want to give too much away. It's like a spoiler alert because Tim has a textured show. He does different things. But the final part of it, I missed the whole thing because I could not stop peeing. And (laughs) (laughs) Trish was supposed to go with this, but she couldn't. And so she texted me this morning, hey, how'd it go? 
And I told her, and I told her everything I just told you guys. And I mentioned I broke my record for pain. And she's like, what was that? I'm like, it had to be five minutes. <laughs> and she said, she said, that's physically impossible. No one in the world has ever peed more than a minute. And she dared me to bring this up on the show. Uh, you guys will vouch, right? I mean, it's not every day you go for three or four or five minutes, but it happens. I, no. I've gone for what feels like five yeah, minutes. Yeah, I've gone for maybe like tell 60 you this, straight seconds. Five longer. grown men came and went next to me. Yeah. Like, yeah. Did you stop and start or just a full? It, I No, it just kept going. Okay. Like, I can believe the whole like four or five people coming and going while you're still going, but five minutes is a lot. That is a long time. Like that's, the there are times where I go where I'm like, I cannot believe I'm still going. Yeah. But I five watched, minutes is insane. I could have watched an entire episode of Barney Miller. That's the Tanker A, that's the tanker a talking. <laughs> yeah, I also had to get up and go. I Davis felt bad. Davis in a time warp. Yeah, I like that Trish, once you win, I was like, okay. The seal I is can, broken. Yeah. Yeah. I, like the Trish, table. I like that Trish texted you and said, how is Tim's show? And you went, Pete, so much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is like the Bigfoot uh, thing. You guys just didn't get it. You weren't there. You don't know. I went for five minutes. <laughs> 22 new jets. That really made me laugh. So we did the whole thing about how long did I pee, and just like 10 seconds ago, I have a little talk back button with Andrew. I can talk to him over the loudspeaker in his room and said, hey, would you Google how long a human can pee? You know, just like in the case we don't make anything else out of it, you know, whatever. Yeah. And I knew Andrew didn't understand because Andrew got that look, that professorial look in his face, and he started thinking, and I'm like, mm. he's going to tell me how long he thinks a human can pee. <laughs> I think it, it was two. Two and a half minutes? Uh, I've got it here. Yeah. I was way off. I looked up the record. The All answer right. is 508 seconds. That's the Guinness. That's the world record. So that's eight and a half minutes. Just under Whoa. eight and a half Oh, minutes. there you go. So yeah, I'm so you, it's possible. Yeah. I'm fine. David, yeah, you, yes. You wouldn't even be close to the record if it no. was five minutes. Yeah. Uh, how's that possible? I don't know. I saw an elephant. Some of us are gifted. When I was a kid, I saw an elephant do it once, and that was, I, I it was extraordinary. One of the worst days of my life. It's a famous week I spent down in southern Illinois at my, my aunt and uncle and cousin's house for a week. They just dropped me off. I don't know if my mom and dad were having trouble or if I, they just like wanted to see what it was like without me. <laughs> Thinking about putting me in the paper. Uh, but they were farmers, and we did a lot of horrible farm things. And one of the worst was early in the morning, like before dawn, we went to do something with pigs. And for some reason, they didn't think that I needed shoes. So I'm barefoot, oh. and I'm walking through what I think is mud. Oh. And this is 100% completely true. And I apologize for being gross. I get it. But uh, a pig peed on me through this wooden fence, and it was like someone had turned on a hot hose in the summer. Oh. So I'm just standing there, and now I'm like, oh, that's what the mud is. Oh, no. And they're just doing pig stuff, slopping pigs and whatnot. And I'm like, this is your life? Like, this is what you do? <laughs> what are you doing? Ah, <laughs> uh, pig stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get up, They got me up there. like, pig stuff. pig stuff. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I have another uh, weird thing here. So I kept looking. I was trying to find who holds the record. And like what his whole get deal him is. Well, I found this this Florida guy who has the record. He set the record last year for holding in his uh, need to go to the bathroom long That's enough to watch Spider-Man No Way Home 292 consecutive times. Come on. No, no, no. That's Where he wasn't possible. allowed to do anything. Like he wasn't allowed to check his phone. He wasn't allowed to take bathroom breaks. No. He wasn't allowed to. Uh, How many times? 290 in a row? He sat through five back-to-back screenings okay. each day during the first few weeks. He didn't pee for weeks. That's no. 
you would you think your you body would, would just override remember the lady the lady the weed the yeah yeah, yeah. hold your yeah. you can't even yeah. do that legally i mean when anymore. i was lurking, looking died. that up a minute ago it says lurking. it says if it takes a minute that's a problem you shouldn't do that uh-oh it took him <laughs> <laughs> it took him 3 months to set the record so i guess you i guess he was at some point allowed to yeah leave it was, he probably theater. just couldn't during yeah, no. the time when he was watching those movies no so and he, he had to watch five in a row. So let's call that ten, what ten hours? Do you 10, remember 11 hours? twelve hours? We just need to get Trish on the show. Remember Trish's story about when <clears throat> she was on the point and they did some, or it could have been one of her other gigs where they watched movies. Yeah, I think that was when she seventy-four was on the hours, river. something like that. Like they're trying to set a, a Guinness record, and mm-hmm. then the producer didn't properly yes. log it, so yes. they didn't get credit. Oh, but she yeah. said it was pretty bad. Like by the end, just mm-hmm. out of your mind bad. Yeah. That's how I was last night. Cause I, I don't know if you noted, but I didn't go to bed till midnight. So. <laughs> wow. I was pretty close to that. He was really mad because I didn't uh, world record record his longest pee. So <laughs> let's see. Like, so the what producer you, forgot again. When do you normally go to sleep? Uh, I have a process wheels, but I'm usually in bed by ten thirty. Okay, 10, so it's not that big of a like. It's not like a. It, it I, is when you're anxious and OCD. No, I just meant like it's not like a three hour difference. No. Okay. Which is not what it takes. <laughs> <laughs> See, he doesn't understand flaws. <laughs> no, I get it totally. No, I, so, I, since my head hits the pillow, I'm out. I'm I was like, just trying to put it Kevin. into context. Like, you know, that's like me falling asleep, I guess, at like four in the morning. You can't go to sleep? Why don't you just go to sleep? <laughs> that's not what I said. Close just, your eyes. It just happens. Um, what a fascinating person, about? Kevin. Yeah, he really is. Yeah, man. I, I should be studied. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Start with the brain. <laughs> I don't know if anybody needs that. I'm just sitting here waiting for it to be 28 after so I can do my life. <laughs> I only have 40 seconds to go. Just What's the last slow. time you stayed up that late? Uh, like, do you do you break that rule New once Year's. in a while? New Year's, okay. Yeah, that was dumb. How late? <laughs> Did you stay up till midnight? Like midnight plus 14 seconds. <laughs> so as soon as it hit, you're like, oh, I'm yeah, good. Nothing, nothing good happened. You just watch no. the East Coast ball drop and say, that's good enough for me. Yep. Exactly. It's 11.15, I'm going to bed. <laughs> Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk experts date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Exactly. <laughs> 133 DTS and Campbell X. We are watching the weather for you. Dave Murray started the show with us about a half an hour ago. He will be back on at 3.30. If anything happens, we'll let you know. If you're out there driving around or you start getting some some bad weather, give us a call. Let us know. We'll put it on the air. 314-436-7900-800-925-1120. Let's talk a little bit about the cold and how it affects sports and elections. Um, mm. Let's start with sports. You guys are having an interesting conversation. Uh, the game tomorrow in KC between the Chiefs and the Dolphins is supposed to be minus zero. <clears throat> uh, Ron's was saying that you can get tickets for like 40, 50 bucks because mm-hmm. it's going to be below zero. And Wheels is making the point that the Chiefs are used to this. The Dolphins are not. They play in Miami. You don't really subscribe to that. No, I don't, I don't buy it. I think it's an easy uh, excuse for people. Or they like to... Look, a, a lot of football players have grown up in different environments, right? Uh, you're Not everybody's from the South. Some people are from the Northeast, Northwest, whatever. They've grown up and or played in cold environments. I don't think that any team... That's in a cold place like, well, Minnesota's got a dome, but Green Bay, right? If you play in Green Bay, you don't play all of your games outdoors. You play half of them in your stadium, um, and you practice indoors if it's really, really cold during the week. So I just I don't buy that it affects certain individuals uh, or certain teams. They're not more like than a, Sherpas. The game, right? The game plan might change a little bit, and you either have a better game plan for it or you don't. I think that can be different, but I don't think that these these guys are football players, man. They're tough. They don't really need to be in a warm environment to to do well. I don't believe that. It's not about tough. I mean, it's it's similar to altitude. Altitude impacts players all the time. That's a little different. No, it's not really. When you get on a plane in Miami and it's 82 degrees and you get off the plane and it's 10 and your body's not used to it. You, I mean, I went to college in Miami and I would go back home for Thanksgiving and Christmas in Detroit every year. You can't believe how much colder it feels when you're coming from one to the other. Now, I agree. These are super athletes. It, it won't affect them all. It doesn't take long to adjust to it. it <clears throat> for them, I'm it telling does not. you, if, if you're a quarterback that has never played in cold like that, good luck. And Tua has never played in cold like that. And I've watched Jared Goff struggle big time when he's in cold or wet weather. Some guy, and again, it won't affect everybody. There'll be some guys it means nothing to. They're just totally fine. And others are are different because we can't take out the psychological element. We in in all sports, we always forget the mental side of it. If it bothers them, and they let it bother them, then it, it's going to affect them. I think it's a trope. They, when I was living in Chicago, they used to do this thing about bear weather. Like, oh, they're <laughs> going to come into town and deal with bear weather, and we have an advantage because of it. You have an advantage because your crowd is loud when you're on offense. And when you're on offense, it's difficult to hear the calls. So it's difficult for for the lines to be in sync and for the offensive players to be in sync. That's what the advantage is. It's not because it's cold. These guys are, they'll be okay. They're professionals. I lived off and on in Alaska for two years. I was there for the winter. Uh, The coldest I've ever been in my life was at Soldier Stadium uh, when the Bears were playing Green Bay. Oh, yeah. And I wore a leather jacket. And oh, that it, was it? It was it. Ooh. It was bad. Yeah, never been good. that cold in my life. Green Bay's, I've never been up to Green Bay, but that's probably really bad. What about, uh, so the election, 
the caucus in Iowa. It's going to be bitter, bitter cold. And we know that for elections, if it's bad weather in November, some I think Republicans always hope for bad weather because they think they're more more hardcore and more passionate and the Democrats will stay home. Uh, so I'm wondering which uh, candidate you think they will come out for more. But I also want to say if you saw Laura Loomer who's a Trump kook, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, she says that uh, Nikki Haley has partnered with the Department of Defense oh. and has caused this bitter cold weather so that she has a chance to Wait. win the Iowa caucus. Wait, she's saying that for reals? For reals. Look it up. What the also, look up how long I can pee. I heard. See well, how long Laura Loomer can pee. You can't prove she's wrong. Good for her. Yeah. But uh, who's it going to help? I don't have any insight on that. We talked to Hancock and Kelly today about it. They thought that because of Trump's, you know, wide support yeah. base and that it's pretty deep that, you yeah. know, he'll benefit from yeah. it more. Didn't John, I was listening then, did John make the point, I, I might have misheard him, but like Trump's people are so enthusiastic about him and love him so that much. They didn't even that they do might an they might just go ahead and just do it because they love him so much. And other candidates, it's yeah. like, all right, you know, I kinda like you, but we don't like you that much. Yeah. And what did DeSantis say, what you were just telling us in the break? It, so DeSantis and I'm surprised he said it, but um he was talking to the press in Iowa today, and I'm what I'm reading, this is these are direct words from Ron DeSantis. He said that Trump basically has a Praetorian guard of the conservative media, Fox News, the websites, all this stuff. They just don't hold him accountable because they're worried about losing viewers and they don't want to have the ratings go down. So that's DeSantis to the Iowa press leading up to the caucus this weekend. Interesting. There are going to be so many things happen before the the election in November, and there's so many trials for Trump to go through or get out of, be convicted, not what have you. Joe Biden, I I don't mean this to be insulting. I I mean it factually. I think he's one kind of nursing home fall away from people really, really like abandoning him. So a lot of things that could happen. I mark the tape. I think that what's going to control this election could very well be the third party. Uh, You don't hear much about RFK anymore, but Larry Hogan, Governor Larry Hogan, Mm -hmm. who is a part of uh, No Labels, Mm -hmm. who we've had on the show a couple of times, has dropped out of senior management there with the assumption being that he may run. So you may be seeing some sort of a mansion Hogan thing or who knows, but and I am not smart enough to know whether they take more away from Trump or from Biden. But I think that I think they're going to be in it. Well, and, and it'll be interesting to see where those votes are coming from. If they get him, it wasn't uh, RFK at something like eight or nine percent uh, support recently. Uh, some in some states something, in the teens. Yeah, yeah, that's wild, man. And it's clear and obvious what they're trying to do. I think they believe they're going to take votes away from uh, the Democratic Party, which they probably will. And I think they know that, even though they no labels tries to present itself as a we're really trying to be a third party option. You're not going to be a third-party option. There's never going to be a third-party option until a third party becomes a viable party at the lower levels. You know, you've got to have state senators that are third-party and then, you know, work your way up from there. You can't start at president. It's never going to work. So I think it's it's nonsense. And every time a Green Party candidate tries this or this new no labels thing. It's it's destined to fail, and I think most of the time they're in it just to wreck things yeah. up for everybody else. Uh, changing topics. You know, I'm at that age now where I'm looking at retirement and how much do you need and such. Uh, wouldn't you agree that most of us 
if we could somehow save $8 million by the time we retire, we feel pretty good. Yeah. Right? That's like beyond an American dream. You're living the life. It took Jeff Bezos an hour to make that last year. Mm-hmm. 24 hours a day, seven days a week, he made $8 million an hour. It's fine. <laughs> Not yep. going to cause yeah. any problems there. That's what I say. That's what I'm talking about when I say unthinkable, unfathomable wealth that the billionaires have. Well, it's funny. We we can tie these two things together because I don't know if you've seen it, but there's a a representative from New York that's really mad about this Peacock thing for the Dolphins mm-hmm. and Chiefs games, and he's like, the NFL just chasing profit. And like, really? You mean like all the companies in your district that you would never speak out against for chasing profit? Like, that's what they do. I mean, this is that's the world. You know, the big businesses are chasing the profit. And in only certain selective cases do people decide they want to be up, upset by it. And it's when, well, I can't watch what I want on TV. Tell you what. Wheels hates the middle class. Hey, no, no. <laughs> not at all. Vote for Andrew Yang. He'll do away with that. Yeah. He tweeted that this morning that uh, if I'm president, I will He's make not sure. still playing that, is he? I don't know. Apparently. Don't know. He said if I was president, I would make sure NFL games are never on Peacock. Yeah. What, what's his thing? The forward party? Mm-hmm. What's going yes. on with that? Nothing. 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 That's the first really time I've heard his name in a couple of years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I was a little disappointed in Sununu. Did you hear that? No. That uh, he has been, you know, very anti-Trump, very pro-Nikki Haley. And then he did an interview last night and he said, oh, no, I, I, I can't believe you didn't know this. If Trump's nominee, I'll absolutely vote for him 100 percent. And I know a lot of people feel that way, but it kind of disappointed me. That if if you're going to come out so publicly in favor of someone who's running against Trump and a part of it is that Trump's not fit for office, either he is or he isn't, you know, mm-hmm. that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, so if that's your rationale, if that's your rationale, right. if your rationale is I like Nikki Haley's policies better. Right. Well, I would still like Trump better than Biden. Right. So I would do that. But if your rationale is unfit, unfit is unfit. That's exactly right. Yeah. So then, I mean, you're giving it away that it for him and a lot of these people is party over country every single time. Do you see that uh, a couple of Bill O'Reilly's books have been banned in Florida? No. I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's like in libraries and stuff? Yeah. No, <laughs> in people's houses. His history books? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. And we don't know why? Like the, the I don't read articles, Kennedy Rachel. <laughs> Dave's like, I'm headlines only. I'm <laughs> looking, looking it up. It's Friday and I had two drinks. Books <laughs> were removed from schools. Uh, what do oh we do without God. Google? Google's like another person on the show. I yeah. can't imagine doing a radio <laughs> show without the internet. Oh, my God. I, have you, I did it, what, it was way back in the day. All oh, it was all, almanacs and media guides. All we had was newspapers. this thing in front of us. Well, you know what? Do you, do you remember Sports Ticker? Yes. It was like a it was a satellite connection, and all it was was basically scores and AP stories, and like they would just come up as things happened. But that was it. You okay, had that. So they have some new rules around what books can be in schools, and so they've taken out a bunch of books temporarily to just go over them and make sure that they comply with the new law. And then they're going to put them back in. It's killing Jesus and killing Reagan. So probably because oh. it said killing Jesus in the name. But killing Kennedy is okay? <laughs> I guess so. Uh, and, of course, O'Reilly's <laughs> freaking out. And he's like, I'm going to find oh, and punish whoever temporarily yeah, took take books out of. He'll take a falafel to him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
152 DGS. Dave Murray will be back with us at 3.30. Probably start seeing some stuff. Probably seeing it out west already. Anytime now. Uh, you guys were talking some sports. Would you like to share with the rest of the class? Sure. Yeah, we were talking about Jordan Hicks. Uh, he signed with the San Francisco Giants. So there were some bu- buzz that the Cardinals had interest in bringing him back, but mm-hmm. certainly not the money that he got. He got $11 million a year for four years. So he got $44 million total. And the story is that the Giants are going to give him a chance to be in their rotation. Oh, like that's the plan, which is yeah. mm, good luck. But again, you know what? I, I mean, I, as the way I put it on Twitter was it's fine. If that's what it takes to convince him to sign with you, that he gets that opportunity. Yeah. If it doesn't work out on $11 million for a late inning reliever is not crazy. Are, I mean, Rafael Montero makes that from the Astros and he's not the closer. It's nothing special. So it's not are that there crazy. starters that throw hundred miles an hour. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like, I mean, Jacob deGrom d- does that. He's pretty regular. He'll be first through eighth, but he's now he's been hurt for two years. Mm. And what I think is a more interesting sports story is the one we were talking yeah, about yeah. with Nick Saban, who retired as the Alabama coach. Um, so Democrats in Alabama are trying to, or they want to see if they can get him to run as a state, not a state senator, a U.S. senator yeah. to challenge Tommy Tuberville. Yeah, I don't think Saban's going to do it. I, he doesn't seem to be like he would want that no. kind of work. I think he's going to go be become the highest paid TV analyst in the business. And work when he wants to. And, he he yeah. wouldn't do the grind of every no. and, week, and I don't think. Right now, he's staying affiliated with Alabama. Like, he's keeping his office in the, in the, in a, in the athletic department and will help advise them on all of that. And they're supposedly about to hire the coach from Washington, Kalen DeBoer. So what does that tell you about the power of Alabama? Washington was just in the national championship game. They're moving... Where are they going now? Are they going to the Big the Ten? Twelve, right? Are they I going to the Big Ten? Yeah, oh yeah, I think they are. So they're—I yeah. mean—they're going to be in a big conference anyway. But he's going to leave there to go to Bama. But forget about that. Hypothetically, could could Senator Saban be a thing? Would would he win even running as a Democrat in Alabama? I don't know, man. That's a great question. I mean, it, we know that's a huge, strong red state, but and they love him. There may not be a person more popular in that state than Nick Saban. Except what for the wins? Auburn people say what wins out? Yeah, that, you know what? That might just ruin it right there. You won't get a single but Auburn vote. Tuberville got elected. Yeah, but he's conservative. Oh yeah. I mean, he he fits in with what the state's political alignment already is. I, I would love. To, I'd love to see it just as an experiment. Like, what the heck? What matters more, the love and fame for Nick Saban or political lines? And I don't know what Saban's politics are. Well, I, he's never been into that. He's never right. made it. He's never really gotten into anything political. Wasn't well, so. he the coach that one time was asked about an election that just happened, a big one? He's like, I don't even know an election happened. Like, yeah, yes, you did. Well, some of them don't, man. <laughs> some of those guys, they just bury themselves in, in football, football, and they don't, they don't see the news. They don't go to movies. I was, t- I think I was telling Paulie this. I, I interviewed a coach a long time ago, like early two thousands, maybe that range. And I asked him just at the end of an interview, jokingly, when's the last time you, what's the last movie you saw in the theater? He's like, I think it was The Godfather. <laughs> like, wow. Wait a minute. You haven't seen a movie in 25 years? What the heck? Man? How about the Cardinals? Even any rumors? It's been quiet. Yep. Quiet. I mean, they shouldn't be done. There should be at least one more addition to the bullpen. Like that would, should be a minimum expectation. But right now, all's quiet. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, 
celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.